Hello Sagittarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Sagittarius September 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month, Our Ruler is Retro, plus lots to celebrate and we're going to go into all the layers about that. So this is for you if Sagittarius is your sun sign like me or Sagittarius is your moon or rising or any other Sag placement you're listening for, what we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Sag, again, also like me, birthdays like December 15th through the rest of the sign or Sag placement 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Capricorn report because us very late degree Saggies will benefit from both readings. All right. so. We're going to go through the highlights of the things to celebrate, implications of our ruler being retrograde, and I'm going to give you some important dates, and that will be your September report. So let's just start with let's just start with our ruler, okay? Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter rules expansiveness. It's called the great benefic, the bringer of luck, and Many Sages tend to be very open, very flexible, even to the point of having trouble with your joints because you're so flexible. Like this energy of flexibility is woven throughout the fabric of the Sagittarius being. Sometimes we even have long legs and arms and, you know, it's, it's like it's this extended, expanded, lengthened, broadened uh, view on things. And when our ruler is going direct, we are tending to be blazing forward in a lot of things having to do with ideas, bigger picture types of things, and also in the area that the sign that Jupiter is moving through and the house that it's moving through. Okay, so we're just kind of expanding, expanding, expanding. But if you know anything about expansion, a lot of times bubbles will pop, right? They don't have a good strong foundation. You can only expand so far. So the purpose of this retrograde energy for us is to take stock in the expansion that's occurred already, see what's worked, bless and celebrate it, envision it being multiplied, and to really rest on the fruits of our labor for a bit, you know, and take a little bit of a break from the expansive focus. And it's, um, you know, it's basically a time to ascertain what we want to do moving forward, if we want to go in the same direction or a different direction, and a time to just kind of plot out when Jupiter goes direct. So it basically goes retrograde September 4th and it goes direct um, December 31st, All right? So when it goes direct, we're going to decide how we're going to move forward. And this evaluation process over these, you know, four months or so is going to, or four and a half months, is going to help us to figure out what it is that we want to do when it goes direct, you know, to really just take stock. So if you see certain things starting to slow down, and this will be interesting because this month of September, Venus actually goes retrograde and Mercury goes retrograde. So you'll see certain things speeding up and then certain other things will be slowing down. And you'll notice it if you're paying attention because you're like, wow, this thing just like cut loose, right? You've been bound with it through the Mercury retrograde or bound with it through the Venus retrograde. And now it's like, wow, okay, that's, that's progressing well, great. And then certain other things, it's like, huh, okay, I don't have as much clarity here. I don't have as much certainty, things that we're moving forward or not. And so sometimes people get nervous when this happens and they get worried and they're like, oh gosh, you know, what's wrong? Is, you know, is this going to go away? But usually it's just a dialing back to help evaluate. And a lot of times, even if it's thing, if it seems like something is not going on or like you're waiting to hear back from something or you're processing an application or something's happening, usually there's stuff going on you just can't see it, okay? So you can just trust that the universe is working on whatever this is. And probably, you know, as the transit progresses, 
you'll start to get your answers. Jupiter retrograde is an amazing time for studying. It's an amazing time for inner expansion, okay? So certain other things won't be able to expand, they'll be stuck, or they'll reach a plateau and you can just enjoy the plateau. And as long as you don't resist the fact that you're at a plateau and you can't climb up to the next level yet, it can be really joyous, it doesn't have to be bad. When the problems come in is when you're like trying to get to the next thing, you're striving instead of just being where you're at. So just kind of, just pay attention and you'll notice what I'm talking about. But even though it's not always a great time for outer expansion, it's an amazing time for inner expansion. So studying, self-development work, you know, anything that really focuses on yourself, your body, everything that's inside of you is really, really amazing. Now, let's look at a couple of more layers of this, okay? So we talked about the fact that it's our ruler and what those implications are. Now let's talk about the fact that Jupiter was in Taurus. So things might have been moving forward with our finances, with our sustainability projects, with our independence, and now as Jupiter's going backwards, we might have to question those things, or we might just have to add more structure and strength to the foundations. For Sagittarius specifically, Jupiter's been going direct and now we'll go retrograde in our house of health. So since Jupiter has gone direct, you and me and we all might have noticed health expansion. The best type of health expansion that we may have had for like 12 years type of expansion. So for the, the time from May 2023 to May 2024, we've got an amazing opportunity to expand our health, our vitality, our wellness. And no matter how old we're getting, we can actually dial back time as it relates to our biological um, age and it, sometimes even the physical age or whatever but it's like it, it has to do with this this energy of paying off debt or karmic debt or clearing karmic debt up or like catching up with something like if something has been stymied then you've pushed forward with this expansion and now we're kind of like pulling back and like I said if you can just rest on your laurels and know like just be here it might be time to push forward again once we get into December after our birthday time, but just kind of know that in the arenas of health, things having to do with animals, things having to do with our daily routines, we might go back to some old rhythms that had worked for us. Okay, so as much as I could talk about Jupiter all day, there are way more things to talk about. I'm just going to go in order of what I'm looking at in the different houses in the chart. And um, some of these are long-term influences and some of them are short and I'll let you know, you know, the influences as we get through them. First thing I'm noticing is that Pluto has been in Aquarius. It's dipping back into Capricorn. For Sages, Pluto in Capricorn for, since 2008, basically, and even when it dipped into Aquarius, it never got far enough away um, from Capricorn to not also be influencing there, has been a storyline of our finances. The second house and Taurus energy that Jupiter is now expanding Pluto has been sort of blowing up and giving us birth, death, rebirth, regeneration of our finances and our financial systems. Capricorn energy rules the skeletal system in the body and it rules the skeletal systems of our structures, of our relationship, our family, our home, our business, our society. So, you know, those systems have been being blown up, reborn, and the goal is to take the lessons from the tradition of Capricorn, which is the things that worked in the past, the things that were always done. And as it teeter-totters in this dance of super traditional to super futuristic in the Aquarius energies, our goal here in all areas of life, but also specifically to our finances and our, you know, our core structures, 
are to see the things that have always worked well, hold and keep them as a nice foundation so that we're not just starting off with no footing, and then take the new technological, community-based, you know, Aquarian type of energies and blend them, right? So that's, that's a great opportunity that we have now. And Pluto is moving into our third house and it will be there for 20-something years. So we'll have a chance to completely transform how we communicate. Sagis, especially if your Mercury is also in Sag, tend to be big communicators. And now that Pluto is going to be in this space, what we can do as far as transforming how we communicate with others, how we're heard by others, how others hear us in our relationships and on a bigger scale can just be nothing short of monumental. So if you are a Sag that's been wanting to teach, been wanting to get your work out to other people, you know, this is a cycle when you have just limitless opportunities to share what you know and to have that work for you in all different ways as you also help other people. Saturn has moved into Pisces in recent months and it will be there for three years. And for Sagis, this is our fourth house of home. Now, this also is at the fourth house cusp. There are, there are certain areas of the chart that relate to the cross in the chart. If you're familiar with what charts look like, it's basically the line that cuts the chart in the middle from top to bottom and that cuts the chart in the middle from right to left. These are the cusps of the chart. They're the first house cusp, fourth, seventh, and 10th house cusps. Whenever we have an outer planet dancing along one of those cusps, we are in radical, radical change. So <clears throat> Sagis are in a cycle of massive change having to do with home and family. And you already will be feeling this. In recent months, you would start to see the direction that this may be going. You may be moving. You may have major transformation within your family unit. This can also relate to your work. Um, and your career because it's the fourth, 10th house axis, which is home. You're, you're basically your place in, inside home and safe and cozy and your place outside in the world. And for some people like me who work from home, my inside cozy place is also my place out in the world. And you might notice that there's, of course, more of that, right? Since COVID happens where, um, where you're making things work from home. Saturn can put pressure on your home and family. There are probably things to deal with and there will be things to deal with and you'll require, be required to have discipline and persistence and show up for those people in your life. And it also builds and manifests. So there's always a plus and, you know, and challenging potential to every transit. Even, even Saturn, people associate with negative things. It's not only negative, but this is a pressure point for Sagittarius. So we are in a cycle of transformation and creation as it relates to our home and family. And it may be now over these years that all the things that you ever wanted for your home and family may manifest right before your eyes. So, you know, it won't come without work. It won't come without some struggle in some cases, but if you're persistent and you keep your eye on the goal and do your work, there's a very good chance that everything you've ever wanted to manifest will be happening, okay? So that's happening. The next thing in the fifth house is that we've got a full moon at six degrees of Aries. Aries rules our fifth house of Leo, which is fun and adventure and, well, there are multiple places where we can see adventure. Sag rules adventure for one thing, but it's like, I guess it's adventure for me because that's one of the things I like to do. So basically the fifth house rules the things that you like to do. Your hobbies, your bucket list stuff, your just the things that bring you pleasure, your romance, your true love, your children are working with kids, your creative spirit, your inner child, um, seeing the world through the eyes of a child. So we've got a beautiful opportunity in the days at the end of the month to 
have fullness, completion, fruition, possibly drama, but it's in a nice angle for us, so hopefully that'll go well, in any of these areas. It could have to do with your physical health or people seeing you or you know, you, something that you're doing as far as your image. Um, and every Saggy will get kisses from this, but those of us who are in the early, who have early degree placements, I know that my Mars is near there. Um, so we'll say really all the Scorpitarius friends, um, November born or like zero through 11 degrees, you'll get the biggest kisses from this full moon. And the closer you are to six degrees, the more you get the smooch. All right, so moving around, we talked about Jupiter in the sixth house already. Let's see, moving around. Okay, so we've got a lot of energy in Leo still. We love when there's fire energy, right? Because this is perfect for us. This adds zest to our creative flames. It makes us excited and worked up. In fact, I feel excited and worked up now, if you can't tell already, just talking about it. And also because we've got Leo planets in this time that I'm recording this, and it just adds more more fuel, you know, for our for our experience and our expression. So we've got Venus recently direct so september 3rd it will be direct it's post shadow transit will go until october 7th so a little bit of regulating there over that month but things that were stymied with love relationship money international business ventures might start blazing forward so something you've been wanting to do in those arenas teaching learning uh, can really really start blazing forward and it's going to be making nice angles for us so basically from june through october We've had consistent kisses from the 120 degree most favorable angle in all of astrology of, that Venus is making for that whole time because of its retrograde cycle in fellow fire sign. So we've got more of that and it's lighting up our international arena, different languages, different cultures, things like that. Plus star goddess Juno is there and a little bit more time of Lilith passing through Leo. Okay, so the next thing to know is that we've got Virgo planets and Virgo planets can help us to rein in some of the excess. Jupiter, by the way, going retrograde, that's something else it does is it reigns in excess. And we really need that. I don't know about you, but I really need that. So when Jupiter's moving forward, there's this blazing forward in this tendency for excess. And then as it dials back, it helps us to get more discerning with our efforts where we do fewer things that matter more and that count and go further. So we're still in this discernment process and the sun, Mercury, star goddess Pallas Athena, they're all going to help us to fine tune and get very disciplined with our actions and very efficient with our actions, which again, Sages, unless you have other placements that make you this way, we're not efficient by nature. That's not, that's not what we do best. We move in a circle. It's a spiral. It's an upward spiral. We're here, we're there, we're here, we're there, we're here, we're there. And it works for us. It's the only way we know how. It's not terribly efficient. More efficient would be going down a line, right? Not over here and over here and over here, but it's more enriching, right? To be scattered all over in some ways. So these, uh, these energies in Earth, uh, Jupiter, these Virgo placements, are putting a little pressure on us to just kind of pull in some, rein in some, get disciplined, do some of the things we don't feel like doing, paperwork, admin stuff, you know, tend to health appointments, just kind of slow down with some of the bigger picture things and get into the nitty gritty. And by the way, this energy is also amazing for studying. So we've got a lot of layers of studying and teaching and learning being really lit up this month. And that can be very exciting. 
Now for Sages, Virgo energy also lights up our work, career, employment, our place out in the world. So you might see some advancement or something notable occur including Mercury going direct on September 14th. That post-transit shadow will go till the end of September. So things kind of waking up in your um, work world, things waking up opportunities that you're having. Maybe you're planting seeds for future work through education, and that would be a perfect way to use this energy. Then we've got Mars in Libra, uh, and wherever Mars goes, our obsessive focus goes. And so you'll notice that relationships are front and center, not just from Mars and Libra, but also the eclipse cycle. The eclipses are in October. I'll get to that in a second, but we've got a lot of energy of activation of, of our me-we sector and our relationship space. So you're going to be very motivated to meet people. You might make um, new friends. You might have old friends. You might do something you've always wanted to do and it involves interacting with other people. And you might find that you're really getting on board and building these Virgo systems, because there's all that Virgo system energy around, with someone else. So like with your partner, with a business person, with other people, you're building structures together. So that's a really nice manifestation. So eclipse season is four to six weeks before the actual eclipses occur. And the eclipses are October 14th and October 28th. So really August starts this eclipse season, the end of August, and September is right in the heat of eclipse season. So radical changes, big wrap up from the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle ending at this time from the end of 2021 through the end of 2023, we've had Taurus, our individual self-sufficiency versus Scorpio, our merged energy and other people's money and our our inner world versus our outer world and logic versus intuition and just this whole storyline with swapping around of stuff you know emotional baggage karmic baggage um, finances resources all of that's been getting swapped around and that's gonna happen again so we'll talk more about the eclipses in October but right now we need to mention them enough for you to know that big changes are happening, you might be getting very big news. So October 14th, we've got the 21 degree Libra new moon solar eclipse. This is more of this new opportunities within relationship energy. And then we've got on October 28th, the five degree Taurus um, lunar eclipse, full moon lunar eclipse. And that's wrapping up some storylines there. Now in particular, that Libra eclipse and the Mars in Libra, those both make wonderful angles for our Sagittarius placement. So as we continue this Aries Libra eclipse cycle for the next upcoming years, then those are in a better angle for us than the Taurus Scorpio ones were. So that's definitely something to celebrate. So we've got a lot to celebrate here, as you can hear, and um, new beginnings in relationships, which might also mean ending of chapters in certain relationships and the beginning of new ones. And again, that's at a nice angle. And it involves networking, meeting new friends, um, seeing old friends, seeing your tribe, talking to like-minded people, and you know, just you might join a new community and that could be very refreshing for you. If you have burning astrology questions and you don't have anywhere to ask them and it's stopping you from moving forward with your astrological studies, join my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. Even if you don't wanna do astrology professionally, it's set up 
so that you can learn how to do astrology adeptly, whether it's for yourself and your friends and family, or to earn money doing it. That's my area of expertise. And as you have those burning questions, we've got the forum, you can ask them, you can you know, get through those little stopping blocks. I mean, one of the reasons why I was, have been successful with astrology is I had somebody to ask questions to. My, you know, one of my best friends was my teacher. She's the one who told me I was gonna be doing astrology. She was right. And as I had something come up that I was confused about, instead of just being stuck, I could just ask her. You know, so this is the type of thing that really helps you to move forward in your studies. So hope to see you there, beastropro.com. If you want to see more things by me, more free stuff, get my newsletter, including my new educational newsletter that goes out once a month, and then also the write-up of the sweet and salty dates and the transits and the aspects of most notes in a nice, concise write-up one month early. You can sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can see more, more about my secret star portal, which is my exclusive content portal that has over a year's worth of archives for you to explore. It's a true treasure trove and more um, content is going in there monthly. So you can see all that at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.